You're listening to the Talk Hard Podcast, produced by Walk Softly Films. This week, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, the best and worst of the Christmas movie season, a Donald Trump movie game, and some political talk that you're gonna hate. Now let's send it to your host, Alan Martin. They're gonna put me in the movies. They're gonna make the big star out of me. We'll make the film about a man that's sad and lonely. And all I gotta do is act naturally. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another completely fulfilling edition of Talk Hard presented by Walk Softly Films. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for tuning in. For Thanks for sharing. Uh, thanks for rating this on iTunes and, and all your various uh, ways of getting it, Stitcher and whatnot. Um, I'm Alan Martin, and joining me from his palace high atop the state's capital in Frankfort, Kentucky, Scott Stafford. Scott, we're just coming off of Thanksgiving, buddy. How was your holiday? It was fantastic. There was turkey to be had, mm. family times, you know. What's your favorite, what's your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Mm. What's the thing you look forward to on Thanksgiving of getting that you don't like? Even if you get it year-round, but what's your what's your go-to? Well, as anybody will figure out if they listen to this show long enough, I don't do favorites very well. So, <laughs> uh, oh, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay, here we go. Uh, grandma makes um, mashed potatoes, and so that's probably, but that's basically every meal she ever makes, she makes mashed potatoes. But that's okay, because you know you're going to get it on this holiday. Yeah, so. and they're fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's probably what I look forward to, and she and she makes a little special batch of uh, of stuffing for me with no onions in it. So, oh, and that's always nice. good stuff too. Nice, yeah. Don't you love it when you get a little special treatment from from the grandmothers? I'm I'm quite quite spoiled, and for years and yeah. years and years, uh, I was the only grandchild on both sides, and still am on her side. So, wow, look at this! <laughs> yeah, it getting was, the treatment. It was it was ridiculous. <laughs> um, and I'll go ahead and say right now. Also, by the way, side note uh, for anybody listening, I'm not going to edit this son of a gun at all. So whatever, oh my goodness, whatever happens. <laughs> happens so. you're just gonna hear it free yeah. flowing everybody that's right <laughs> oh my gosh um yeah my we went not, not that you asked i was but, about to <laughs> i'll just volunteer it i don't care um my uncle came in from south carolina and he has four daughters who are spread out all over mm-hmm. the country going to school and and work and various things and um, it was the first time all four of them had been together in forever uh, at my grandmother's house for Thanksgiving. So that was pretty cool with him. We got to watch the uh, the good guys and the Dallas Cowboys defeat <laughs> the ultimate evil in the Washington Redskins together. So that was that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I I too enjoy my grandmother's uh, homemade stuffing that I don't she never makes at any other time of year mm-hmm. except for for on uh, Thanksgiving or if I request it on my birthday, which I sometimes do. So there's my go-to. Uh, there's my favorite food. Did you get to watch anything did over I... the, over the holiday weekend or? Well, you know, yes, I did. Let's see. I watched uh doctor strange for a second time. Uh, I did too. Talk, how'd you feel about it? 
I'll be honest, I didn't like it as much the second time as I did the first time. I didn't either. I didn't really. Either. Yeah, I slept through the first third of it for one thing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what is our deal with sleeping through things? Todd on the podcast last week, and <laughs> uh, and then and then you're sleeping through Doctor Strange. Yeah, and shout out to Todd Sheen, who yeah, who uh, I guess I mean, <laughs> well. He just uh, for uh, for just so everybody knows like uh, he was he was willing to podcast with us and I said basically just uh, up yours we're doing it without you because he he could only do it uh, late and I wanted to get this thing because you know the fans are just chomping at the bit to get all yeah of we this. haven't we haven't put one out in a while so yeah we yeah. we can't leave them hanging and he wants to do them at wee hours of the morning because <laughs> he's a night owl yeah as as was yeah. clear in the last episode. <laughs> right. that he can go all night long <laughs> yeah exactly so now he's uh he big timed us so that he could go up to some sort of uh liberal arts hobnobby oh, uppity dinner in lexington my goodness yeah Ho- a holiday meal for the center college <laughs> i don't even know how we're gonna get his nose out of the air after this i know i know it's such a shame um but uh enough about todd yeah oh by the way i also saw uh on vod a gym a peach of a movie all right independence day 2 oh did you why (laughs) i did because i felt like you do that because i felt like it might be bad enough to be entertaining Mm -hmm. and i was not disappointed Oh man, that movie is. So I need to watch it then. Oh, it's gutter trash. That movie. <laughs> Good gosh, it's bad. Oh goodness. Well, I, I didn't go see it in the theater because the reviews are so bad. But I do need to watch it. Yes. Like, yeah, I just need to watch the crap out of that thing. It's it's amazingly bad. It is it is spectacular. So uh, <laughs> I would recommend it. Um, I watched. Over the holiday weekend, we went and watched The Arrival. Have you seen it? Uh, I don't even know what that is, I don't think. It's oh, the uh, oh, Amy, wait. Amy Adams movie with um, about the aliens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've not seen it then? Not seen it, no. Yeah, it's it's pretty stinking good. Mm-hmm. It is, um, it's very, it's very thought-provoking. I like movies that, at while they are, like tie up all the loose ends and and answer all the questions that they've put in front of you for the the character they developed. They kind of also leave you asking questions of what I've handled that that way or what I is that is that how my story would have went or how would it have been different if I were in there. This do, this movie does a fantastic job of of that and it's it's a completely different take on an alien movie than I've ever seen. It was really really good. Highly recommend it. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So uh if when you see it, we'll get into we'll get into some of that and what you thought about it. Sounds uh, like a red box night to me. Yeah, it's good. I yeah. And and it's it's safe to watch. It's not scary or anything. It's safe to watch with uh with whoever you want to watch it with. So um let's uh let's start getting into this thing. Um there's a outside small minuscule chance Todd might be jumping in here at the end. So yeah. Um, before he does, since we literally bored him to death with Marvel talk last time. Yeah. Soccer uh, talk. Bored him to sleep. <laughs> oh no. Marvel. Oh, oh, okay. Marvel talk. We, we literally bored him to sleep with Marvel talk. 
last uh, last podcast. So let's let's do that first and get it out of the way before we um, before we send him snoring again. Um, first of all, did you get to see the Gardens of the Galaxy two trailer that came out? Watched recently? it. Watched it with the the little one uh, who's not so little anymore. Watched it with her last night. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, fantastic. Man, he does a good job with trailers, doesn't he? He does, and he said, I just saw it today, like on his Facebook or somewhere, that uh, he was he was apologizing to the Marvel marketing team and for having to put up with him being so particular on his trailers and, and uh, um, perfectionism and, and that sort of thing and, and being so picky with him. Well, you know... James, you should do them all because exactly. Yeah, I'm reading between the lines of that and saying he knows <laughs> yeah. they suck too. Right, exactly. Yep. And so he kind of takes it on his own shoulders, and like Guardians of the Galaxy trailers, he does his own basically. Yeah, yeah, that's what it sounds like. Exactly, and and they're they're great, and I loved it. And uh, man, I'm a Batista fan, and and Drax, I love. Oh my god, Drax. Yeah. That last twenty seconds where Drax is cracking himself <laughs> yeah. up because of yeah. Peter being embarrassed was yeah, is pretty is good stuff. And the the I think we're gonna get to see some good Drax rage in this one. Because mm. when he's going nuts stabbing whatever that gold background is. Oh yeah. Man, that, that got me excited for because <laughs> he is going to town with <laughs> those knives. Yeah. Um and I don't know if like we got to see I, it looked like to me, you can correct me if I'm wrong. It looked like to me we got to see a little bit of an obelisk in the in the trailer. Uh, Drax looks like he's jumping into the mouth of an obelisk, and I don't know if that was the inside of that big monster mm. or is that what it looked like to you? I don't know. I'd, I'd have to go back and and uh, examine a little bit. I just kind of ran through it once and and yeah. and yeah, and wasn't paying like wasn't watching the details too closely. Right. Yeah. I don't know if it's the in, in, the innards of the obelisk that I'm just going to go ahead and call it that until you tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> um, but uh, but anyway, it looked it looked really cool. Also, um, from the trailer, it looked like we're gonna we, we get to see Mantis, who mm-hmm. is a guardian, right? Right. Yeah. Um, in the like, I think the guys that that brought her in, the Abnet and Lanning, I think, are the, is the creative team that uh, kind of changed the guardians and made it kind of this lineup that you see now. Uh, that James Gunn used, and yeah, they brought her in. She's a she's a character from a long time uh, uh, back, but they brought in some some kind of fringe characters and some weird characters like Groot and her, and mm-hmm. added them to this team. And yeah, she she was in that run, and and um, so yeah, he I think he considered bringing her in in the in the last one, but uh, yeah, bringing her in in this one. And uh, one one last note on the trailer, um, Baby Groot looks formidable by you yeah. know when he's tossing the ravenger off the bridge or it looked like a ravenger to me tossing him off the bridge and i that was the only thing that kind of gave me pause in the whole trailer because i <laughs> hope that that's not too goofy yeah and and they're gonna go heavy on it and yeah I, I have a feeling he'll be wildly popular like people mm-hmm. will eat him up i don't know that i will because i'd be with you like you know with any any baby character like, yeah you know. or ewoks <laughs> yeah yeah, but I was enjoying the joke with with uh, Rocket and him and the button like that. Oh yeah, I, that I, was good stuff. And yeah. the tape and all that. Yeah, yeah, was yeah I love that. I just I don't know if I want uh, if I want right. Baby Groot kicking butt. No, 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 no. Yeah, please, not too much on the fighting side of things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
second bit of Marvel news I was going to bring up to you, and then if you have any to add on to the back end of it, but uh, did you see Sebastian Stan's post on Instagram? For those that don't know, Sebastian Stan is the uh, the Winter Soldier in the in the Marvel universe. Um, did you see his Instagram post? I did. I did. He had a picture. I will. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and describe it. Okay, he had a picture of himself. It's uh, behind him, and he's he's got a shield on his back, uh, Captain America style shield, except it's completely silver with a red star in the in the center, uh, looking very much like his. Um, his uh, Winter Soldier uh, robot arm, his cybernetic mm-hmm. arm. Um, yeah. And the, and the caption says, okay. excuse me, where's the restroom? A big thank you and shout out to Casey McBroom at Shield, Shield Labs for making this for me. We'll come in handy. Hashtag Winter Soldier. Hashtag Marvel. Do you read anything into that? I didn't. I... You know, this is just the way I, it, when I saw it and I read it, I didn't think anything of it. I just took it as he thought it was cool. And this, this person with an Etsy shop made it for him and he's, you know, he thinks it's cool and he's kind of into it. And, but not that, yeah, I didn't take it that they're going to, you know, that it would be incorporated in any storylines or anything like that, or that it was a, you know, subtext is that he's going to be taking over the shield or anything like that. Right, you didn't read anything to the cryptic line of of will come in handy. I I can see where somebody could, but I chose not to. Right, and and I would not you, I would not be surprised because sooner or later that that first generation of Phase One people, uh, Chris Evans included, are going to stop making movies, and they're you know, and and so Captain America will probably transition to another character, like the title will. Uh, so I, it could, and it could very well be him like it was in the books for a little while. So it's, it's definitely not beyond the realm of possibility. Yeah. And you and I have thought for the, like the last three movies that Chris Evans was going to be in, that he was going to die. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. we're just waiting for it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Sooner but, or later. Uh, he's yeah. I, are you, are you hopeful that he's not going to take over the Captain America role or, do, or are you just, is that, are you inferring your own opinion into? I don't think so because you don't want it to happen. Or do you? Do you not? If he becomes uh, Captain America, that's fine with you. I would probably not prefer it just because I'd rather him. Like Winter Soldier is a cool character and a cool exactly. look, and yeah. So why why screw with that? Why why take away a cool character? Um, yeah. So that would be the main reason I wouldn't want him to, and and I would imagine. Uh, given the choice that Marvel, like, because right now, uh, for all you non-nerds, the Falcon is Captain America, or and has been. Like, actually, they've got two now, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. But uh, for for about a year, Falcon was the one and only Captain America because Steve Rogers got old or something and lost his serum or whatever. So... I can. I would. It happens with age. Yeah, I would see them jumping on the opportunity to do that, and you know, and yeah. and being more diverse that way. Uh, yeah. So it, if they give the shield to somebody else, I, I would almost think they they would do that. But uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. I just when I saw it, I just thought that th- this was just him doing it on his own because he thought it was cool. Yeah, and I don't think honestly, I don't think they'd let him spoil anything like that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, definitely not. 
That's yeah. that's that's maybe the best point is if it was really going to happen, there's no way that yeah that he would tease it. That like thing that. would have been deleted right. in 15 seconds or yeah. less. Did you have any any other Marvel stuff you wanted to bring up, or you want to you want to move on? Uh, I think I think we can move it on. I don't think I have any tonight. Well, speaking of the Marvel films, uh, Google Play announced the top most uh, five most popular films. Um, according to their numbers, and a c- couple of the Marvel franchises cracked the list. But the list of the top five mm-hmm. confirms to me what we've been saying about how bad this year has been for movies. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Let's run down this list, and then we'll, we, can, we can dissect. Um, number five already, <laughs> of all the movies out yeah. that came out in 2016, fifth most popular, according to Google Play, was Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Yuck. Which was a crap fest. <laughs> Dumpster fire. That's the, the fifth most popular movie. Yeah. Uh, number four was Captain America Civil War. I'm cool with that. Yeah, it's fine. Number three, Zootopia, which we both felt was pretty highly overrated for an animated film. I did think it was overblown. Uh, number two, Star Wars, The Force Awakens, which wasn't even released in 2016 it was released in 2015 <laughs> mm-hmm. and um and number one was deadpool which i don't know if we've discussed much on this i don't think we have podcast Did you have you seen it um i have yeah yeah what'd you think i liked it it's it's a bit rough don't take the kids but uh you oh, know man <laughs> Yeah. Definitely don't take the kids, but it's entertaining, and I, I you know, give uh, give Ryan Reynolds credit for for fighting that fight and 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 coming up with a you know they did a good job with it. I had it had its problems. There's no doubt about it. Still, yeah. but uh, it was it was fun, and then the jokes you know played. It works. So, yeah, I was disappointed when I went to see. Okay. It. And maybe I maybe I had hyped it up in my head too much because like when the, at the time I went to see it like it was in the nineties and Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. and um, I could not wait for this thing and then we went and watched it in, in uh, Nashville with my sister on Valentine's Day <clears throat> and um, I just left and was like oh, it was okay I yeah. mean it was another origin story and Colossus looked terrible <laughs> yeah he was he was distractingly so, bad he was really a, bad it yeah. took me out of every scene he was in because he was so bad huge distraction. Um, I, I love Ryan Reynolds playing him, and I hope they get a, a good enough budget to make those special effects a little better for the next one. But I just, I mean, I thought it was pretty average. If it was in the Marvel Universe, I probably would rank it towards the middle, maybe even a little below the the Mason-Dixon line of the top half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's probably why I liked it, and I, w- I was probably pleasantly surprised because I went in with low expectations and was just like mm. kind of expected it to be thoroughly you know, uh, just mediocre, I guess, or, and and was kind of, I guess, pleased with that the jokes worked for the most part. Um, yeah. And that the action was good. The, you know, a lot, a lot of those action sequences were good. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Colossus was just, yeah, just, just a train wreck, just terrible, uh, really yeah. distractingly uh, bad. And... Um, I don't, I don't have a huge hope for them like putting more money into it and, and getting, <laughs> getting things. I don't know. Like just after that, I don't know yeah. what they're doing with X-Men after, after apocalypse came out. I just don't know what they're doing. Cause like that thing looked, 
cheap and and horrible yeah. to me. Like so, you can't even make apocalypse look cool. Then you're just throwing yeah. it in the toilet. Yeah, and just so much green screen, and it was just like I don't know if they they took a page out of Marvel's book and like let's just let's green screen it up and and yeah, it was it was ugh. I man, that movie was bad. Well, any year that Batman versus Superman movie cracks your top five mm. for anything other than <laughs> yeah. worst ideas of all time, then it's been a bad year for Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So I, I like, I like, I, I actually went back and watched Captain America Civil War again uh, recently because my daughter hadn't seen it. And she wanted to see it before we went to go see Doctor Strange. Um, and I actually liked it better um, this time than I had earlier. And okay. I was, I was kind of the opposite on, on, um, on Doctor Strange. Uh, and Star Wars was, was mm-hmm. good, but again, you know, it wasn't even released in this year. So it's a shame that it was one of the most popular movies of the year. And it wasn't even this year's movie. Yeah. That's the thing with Marvel movies. It's like, to me, you know, the ones I want to say are good are the ones that will stand the test of time and the ones that you want to come back to. And for me, that's still first Iron Man winter soldier Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. incredible Hulk, which nobody ever gives any credit. But those are the yeah, th- three. And Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, those yeah, you know, those four are probably the the ones that I can go back to over and over again and and enjoy uh, mm-hmm. very much. Yeah. All right. Uh, you want to take a quick break here, um, and, and then when we come back, we'll get into some uh, holiday movie stuff because we're vast approaching. Yeah. Did I say vast approaching? You did. Fast approaching. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a huge approachment of holiday <laughs> movies. Uh, we are fast approaching the holiday movie season uh, on TV, so we'll get into that, and um, we're going to put our own special walk softly film sauce on a controversial tor- trend revolving around the Donald. Mm. So everybody loves. People want to stay tuned for that. Everybody loves Trump talk. That's right. <laughs> we're going to give you some. <laughs> so we'll be right back. You're listening to Talk Art. Welcome back, everybody, to Talk Hard, presented by Walks Off the Films. Uh, so we're to the point in the calendar year where it's virtually impossible to get away from Christmas overloading your senses. So being lovers of film like we are, I think the uh, holiday movie onslaught is really the only thing I feel like we're qualified to comment on in amongst all of the stuff that you're getting <laughs> bombarded with. Uh Man, we have a we have a radio station out of Lexington that like the first day of November they just start pumping the Christmas music. It's like good grief. Yeah, let's just get through them. But anyway, <laughs> back to film. Uh, <laughs> so um, first of all, we're going to tell we'll, we'll go with the good stuff. We'll go with the movies that come on every year uh, during the season. That if we're flipping through on the channel guide or whatever. And we, and we see it, we're going to stop on it. Or we make it a point to watch them every holiday season. So I, I'm i sure you've got a list. I've got mine. Um, I'm going to start off with, um, and it gets its own little 24-hour marathon. I'm going to start off with the easy one with the Christmas story. Um, man, I nothing, nothing says Christmas to me like the Christmas story. And I remember when I was a kid, that movie terrified me. I was scared of it. <laughs> Why is that? 
when it first that's, came out. That Santa that scene. scene that scene with Santa where he yeah. kicks him down the slide made me a little scared. <laughs> I didn't like it at all. Yeah. But uh man, I can appre- I appreciate the humor in that oh, movie gosh, yeah. so much more today. And it's almost like I've seen it a thousand times. And it's like every time I watch it, I see something uh that I didn't catch at any other time before. And if you just watch um the dad, what's his name? I'm drawing a blank. Darren McGavin is the actor. Yeah. Yes, if you just watch him from start to finish, man, that dude is putting on a masterclass of it really is of comedy. Even just his reactions and and even when he's not speaking, that he nails every scene he's in. Um, one of my favorite characters of all time. So I'm going with the Christmas story is one I can't pass up. I'll double up on that uh, because that's far and away. It's not even close that that's my favorite Christmas movie and and. Every joke hits, and uh, I, I feel like that that script, like, and, and that movie had a serious effect on the way I write. Uh, that it's really, yeah, I really do like, and my sense of humor and and the way I write, I, I think as much as any movie, like that one, kind of built me as a writer. And Gene Shepard is a genius. And I've never, I, to this day, I haven't seen the, the, uh, follow up to it because there is a sequel, right? Is there? I th- yeah, I think there is a sequel. And, um, with the characters, the same characters. Yes, and everything? I believe so. And oh, I didn't know that. yeah. And, uh, so a Christmas story is based on the novel, uh, in God, we trust, all others pay cash, and I and I need to read that too. Like in my entire life, I've yeah. thought I need to re- re- read this book. Um, but I love it, and Peter Billingsley is great, <laughs> and, and forever Ralphie for the rest of his life. Uh, but yes. yeah, but yeah, like, just like you said, Darren McGavin and every single scene he's in, and everything they give him to do is is pitch perfect, and I love that movie with a passion. So that's uh, that would be number one on my list. You want to throw another one in there that you love, or you make it a point to watch? <clears throat> you know, people will hate me for this, but <laughs> I I like Vacation a lot, and I've seen like I think that's another one that I've never sat down and watched from the very beginning to the very end. Like that, really? I've, yeah, that I've only seen scenes you know, here and there. And like, I've probably seen the whole movie when you put it all together, but I've never yeah. sat down and just watched it. And I, not because I was avoiding it or didn't want to, cause I, I do want to. And I'm thinking about it again this year. Like I need to make myself watch this in whole. Uh, but so, yeah, I, I, I say the vacation that I like Christmas, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas vacation because I like it. But uh, I don't right. feel completely qualified to say that it's you know that it's the greatest. My brother-in-law has has had a tradition with his family on his side of the family to watch that movie when they get together. I think at Thanksgiving they do it every year. Okay, um, and that kind of got me like once I learned that they did that, I was like, you know, that is a good Christmas movie that you can sit down and watch with anybody, and and on all levels, mm-hmm. everybody will think that's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something in there for everybody and yeah Christmas Vacation is one of, it, it definitely made my list and we make it a point sometimes we'll pull that thing out in, in June and watch it um, but uh, one of the Todd Ching would hate me for saying this if he were here but I think it's one of the few 
movies that Chevy Chase is funny in. I don't think he's funny in everything, but I do think he's funny in that. Yeah. I I'm, I'm I probably lean a little closer to Todd. I just I have a love for Chevy. And yeah. um, but you're right. He's not funny in everything. Like I and as a matter of fact, I just tried to watch Spies Like Us last night. Mm. <laughs> Cuz I liked it as a kid. Yeah. And it, Case in point right there for me. Yeah, it's not really yeah. a winner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So far um, anyway. No, it's not good. Um I also watch the uh the Grinch Stole Christmas. Mm. Oh, the Grinch Stole Christmas every year. Um I have that on VHS. I'll pull that thing out sometimes and and pop it in. Um but that's been a favorite since I was like if we ever if we do next week or whenever if we do like we did with um with the holiday specials on Halloween, mm-hmm. uh, the Grinch will definitely make my list of holiday specials that I love for uh, for Christmas. Any any thoughts on the Grinch, or do you watch it ever? I like the Grinch, and it's, it's... the cartoon, not the terrible Ron Howard. <laughs> yeah, right. Let me clarify. Yes, that's a very important distinction. Uh, I always thought they did a great job on it, and I love the song, and uh, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Who's who's the guy the uh, the the guy that played Frankenstein right? Um, yes, and, and Boris Karloff. Boris yes. Karloff does the voice, and uh, or sings the song, and uh, it's it's good stuff. I mean, how can you not like it? Well, I do. <laughs> so there. Yeah. <laughs> you have any more? Uh. Well, I I know you've got another one, so go ahead, and I'll 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 run off that a little bit. Okay, well, this one is controversial in not that it's an enjoyable movie, but that it's a Christmas movie. But I will defend to its bitter end that it is. <laughs> but my one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time is Die Hard. And they play it at Christmas. It's centered around Christmas. It's got an like, iconic Christmas song in it. Um, he McLean makes several references to it being Christmas. Santa Claus makes an appearance. It, it's, it's a Christmas movie. And we just need to go ahead and accept it for what it is. It's a great movie revolving around Christmas. Thus, it's a great Christmas movie. It is not a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie! It's definitely not a Christmas movie, but I think it's completely fitting to watch it at Christmas and enjoy it at Christmas. I can't can't bring myself to call it a Christmas movie, but by all means, enjoy it at Christmas. uh, I I will call it a Christmas movie, (laughs) and until you have actually watched it... You're not allowed to wait. Oh, uh, you know, I've seen, I've seen the scenes. I've seen scenes, and uh... <laughs> you haven't seen the right scenes apparently because it's a Christmas movie. It's it's snowing in L.A. You know, yeah, right? He says ho ho ho. I have a machine gun. Ho ho ho. Yeah, like that's you know? a, that's a movie that if I had seen it, that I would love to watch at Christmas time. Like I love that sort of thing, and like a you know. It, yeah, that's it. And this goes to what uh, another set of movies that I was going to bring up because because we're okay. we're we're already into like as soon as December starts, a lot of channels are are you know neck deep in uh, Christmas movies and it's every single night. And uh, what is oh, it? Oh yeah, is uh, ABC Family. Do they do the twenty five days of Christmas or whatever? Is that yep? Is that the Hallmark Channel is just chock full. <laughs> oh man, of, I think Todd's lovely wife. Blythe got they don't have cable I think she gets cable between the the, the months of November and December <laughs> just so she can watch Christmas movies just on, so she can watch those channels. on Hallmark 
on Hallmark. Yes. Ooh. I'm ratting her out there. Oui. Yeah. I'll admit that uh, Courtney, uh, my significant other, also has a quite an affinity for <laughs> the Hallmark, the Hallmark movies. And I love you. I love you. But... I don't know you. But <laughs> that's a bad start. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't do that. I can't do Hallmark movies. Um, no. I don't, with a straight face, I can't. Like I, I, I could, I think, but I don't think people would be happy with me if they actually like them. Yeah, I think we could watch them for the same reasons. Just I was a roast. Yeah, I was getting a laugh out of one actually last night. It was, and I don't know what this. Like, yeah, I was kind of surprised that it wasn't uh, Christmas themed or centered, but it was like, what was it called? Uh, uh, Revenge porn was the name. I was like, "What is this?" On oh Hall- no, on Hallmark, and and it, man, it was really bad, <laughs> really, really. Oh bad. my god! I watched like two minutes of it while I was flipping channels. Um, <laughs> but okay, so in the vein of Die Hard, like so, uh, and on the on these channels, like one set of movies that has found its way into this this time of year and 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 falling into this programming is are the Harry Potter Harry Potter movies. Uh, so how do you, do you feel like those are, uh, are Christmas movies? I, I, I'm, I'm completely speaking out of ignorance cause I've not seen any of them, Oh wow! but I can't, I can't imagine how they would be a Christmas movie. <laughs> they get a lot of play. There's a, at least one, maybe two movies that, uh, kind of like Die Hard, they happen during Christmas and there's, there's like a Christmas scene and it, and there's, you know, and it. I think the scenery, because it's very like their their castle and the and the and the like the town, the little town they go to and stuff like that, is very Dickens ish in in its look. And yeah. there's snow and it's you know that time of year. So I think that's kind of why. And and they do have like you know they have um, scenes where they go through the holidays. So yeah, I think, I think that's why. Uh, and, and like Die Hard, I'm on board with it. I'm on board. I think uh, I, I get it. I, I wouldn't call them Christmas movies, but I, I understand why people like to watch them at Christmas. Yeah. I agree with me. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't... I, I'm, like I said, I've never seen them. I don't, I don't know why either. I like fantasy movies. I've just never really gotten into them. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I've not actively avoided them; just never come up. Well, the the I believe it's the sixth book is one of the my favorite works of fiction I've ever read, because it may have my favorite uh, character in a novel. uh, Period in it, like it is. You want to spoil that? Who is it? uh, Snape in in written form is one of the best characters I've ever read. It's uh, it's an incredible incredible characterization and then she writes the the h out of it it is it is really well done love that hmm. character all right well do we want to get into some negative territory and talk about the holiday movies that we actively avoid or that we're completely burnt out on at this point yeah, I think we do. I think we do because uh, it's hand in hand. You know, if if you get all yep. these Christmas movies playing all you know all over the place, then you're gonna get burnt out on them. You know, because yep. TV wears them out. So, absolutely. What you got? Any? Yeah, uh, Christmas story. I've got three. 
You're burnt out on a Christmas story. Uh, well, sort of. Like, I'm not, but I'm, yeah. I'm on the, it, like, it hurts my heart that lots of people are, and it's because of the 24 hours, and, like, I yeah. really want them to stop that. Because before, like, it was one of, it, you know, it was one of my top movies overall, not just Christmas movies. Like, you know, it was one of my probably top five movies period mm-hmm. like just love it and so when people would ask you like what what movies do you like then i could proudly say a christmas story and maybe they hadn't seen it maybe they don't they you know seen it a couple times and and you know and everybody could appreciate that movie or they wanted to revisit it now you say that and everybody's like oh because like yeah it's just non-stop and everybody knows it so well because it's you know it's on every year for 24 hours and so i hate that and I, I kind of yeah. wanted to leave, leave it alone for a while. Yeah, makes sense. I'm not burnt out on it, and I watch. I I, I have the 24 hours on. <laughs> do you? Of the hours, See, yeah. <laughs> this is well. This is all I do on the podcast now is is talk about my girlfriend. But um, she. It's all right. <laughs> she is. Um, she likes to watch movies and listen to songs and on on a loop. She and just just. Uh-huh. If she loves something, just burn it, just burn it up, and uh, yeah, until and until it gets to the point where I think you know she doesn't want to watch it anymore. Like I'm exactly opposite. If I love something, like when I was a kid, if I had a toy, I was the kid whose toys were always immaculate, and I wouldn't take my GI Joes and burn them and explode them and you know and and make them do yeah. in, insane things. <laughs> like I, I wanted to, I wanted him to be in pristine condition for you know for all of eternity. Uh, mm-hmm. so that's the, I think that has carried through. Like if I have something I love, if I have a movie, I love a song, I love, I'll listen to it once and then I put it away and like, and then, so then when I come back to it, you know, in a week, a month, whatever, uh, several months later, next year, I'm, uh, it's fresh to me and I can't wait to watch it again. And, you know, so I like to keep the freshness of the stuff that I love. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense. I'm I'm probably more in her camp than yours, mm-hmm. but I think that my I think I my a big part of mine is that I want to share it with as many people as I can while I love it as much as I do, and I want to watch it with if I see it something I love I want to watch it with Christy real quick, and then after yeah. she's seen it I want to see if the kids would want to watch <laughs> yeah. it with me, and then uh, they can't all watch it at the same time, so sometimes I'll watch it three different times just to make sure they see it mm-hmm. and. So mine is more of I want to experience it with people while it's fresh on my mind. Plus, I want to get to know it as mm-hmm. intimately as I can. I think your brain works better that way than mine does, where you you can watch something once and see a lot of the stuff that I have trouble picking out the first time. So I need to see it two or three times maybe to get as much out of it as you might be able to get out of it one time. If but that we, makes sense. Yeah, but, so but there's we, a lot of that going on too. But we do share that, like that initial thing, like on like when the Avengers first came out, and you know mm-hmm. Marvel movies especially, but you know big event films that are amazing. I, I do want to see, like, just like you, like I want to see them several, like because I want to share them. I want to watch them with somebody else and and see their experience, you know, see them experience right. it. And yeah, I'm I'm exactly the same way in the kind of that initial rush. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll uh, I'll tell you one of mine, and and um, my son Colton. Now that I'm going to reveal this, he's not going to like me very much. 
but I have never really liked and can't understand how people like, and I'm so tired of the nightmare before Christmas. <laughs> I think it's terrible. Yeah. It's, I don't, I don't see anything. I don't, I don't think it's clever. I don't, I watch it. He loves it. Uh-huh. It's his favorite holiday movie. And so I, I decided, okay, I'm gonna, I, love, I like Tim Burton. I'm going to watch this. I, I kind of get the quirkiness and I like it. I didn't find anything redeeming about that movie at all. I thought it was kind of crappy. Again, I haven't seen it all the way through. <laughs> Only bits and pieces. Yeah, uh, you've seen enough. I, but from afar, I kind of appreciate it. Like, because people love it, just like you're saying. Like the mm-hmm. the people that the, nobody just likes it. The people who like yeah. it are insane about it. Uh, yes. Yeah. So. I kind of get where they could, you know, if you're into the Burton stuff, it's it's as Burton as anything ever has been. Absolutely. So if you're into his aesthetic and and his designs and stuff like that, and 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 I can be like I appreciate Burton for what he does, in, you know, visually. Uh, so kind of just just completely from afar and like getting a little bit of a song here and there and the what little bit that I've seen of it, like I kind of appreciate it, you know, like. Like it's mm-hmm. interesting to me. I would say that. Like that's the best I could say. Like it's interesting to me, but I've never sat down and watched it. Visually, it's pretty cool, but to me, it's just not very like. Other than the visuals, it's just not very creative. Like mm-hmm. story wise, it's just not very creative, and some and the songs are kind of corny. And I don't know. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get it. I didn't get what the appeal was to it. And I'm starting to realize what a horrible movie podcast host I am. Like. I, like how many times like I know I haven't seen it. I've seen I've seen parts of it. But and you know, like and I'm gonna comment anyway. But you know. Yeah, no, I think that's I think that's what people want is your <laughs> yeah, it really your, is uh, uneducated opinion on things. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it, but man, it's stinks. <laughs> let me tell you let me it's, tell you how it is isn't it? It's pr- <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. The the, the um, scene that I have. Do you have any other ones that you uh movies that you haven't seen but you want to talk about how much you hate? Uh, I want to actually double back now that you say that and mention one that I love. Um, okay. And it's only just because of one scene, and I put it on the the website today as a uh, random random film thought. But I love uh, the scene from Home Alone Two uh, when Tim Curry and Rob Schneider and mm. and and they all bust in to Kevin McAllister's room and he's got the movie like he did in the first movie uh, on in the background that he can rewind and play the, the lines from uh, right. Tim Curry in that scene, like, uh, like uh, if that movie's on and it's anywhere close to that scene, I will stop and watch it until it gets there because like, I think he just does it. It's like one of those little, magic perfectly done moments by an actor that I just love to watch him do what he does. And it's like, and I don't think he's ever appreciated as much as he should be. Um, he's got an elastic face that, and he's got this baritone voice and it's just like, and, and I said it on the website. It's, it's like, you know, it's like, it's like Jordan being born with like, you know, these abilities, like, you know, like Anthony Davis has a seven foot two wingspan. Like to me, that's kind of like the, a guy like Tim Curry is born with this voice and this face and yeah. what he can do with it just kind of amazes me. And I, and I like sit in awe of that little scene and just, it's only like two or three faces he makes, but I'm just, I love it so much to watching him react to, to that movie and, and, and what Kevin's doing, um, you know, cause it's, it's a mix of like surprise and embarrassment 
and (laughs) really it makes me laugh every single time i love to watch him in that scene yeah, I need to go back and watch that scene. I actively avoid that movie. Yeah, I don't blame um, you. I think it's terrible, but <laughs> that that scene is incredible. Yeah, and um, I, those were the two things from those movies that I like so much. Were the first one and this one was the the stuff they do with that black and white movie that they made for. Yeah, like and and Merry Christmas, yeah. you filthy animal. Like that's I really liked yeah. that and 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 thought that was smart and funny. But yeah, I don't like the movie as a whole. Can't imagine how bad of a parent at that point Catherine O'Hare is um, to <laughs> yeah. lose Kevin a second time in two years. Um, but uh, anyway, um, another movie that uh, another Christmas holiday come around that I can't stand, and and um, I'm going to probably incense you once again. Uh, but, don't do uh, it. Just just move I, on. I, it's not even a movie. It's not a movie. <laughs> It's not a movie. It's a holiday special, and I'm burnt out on it. So, I, <laughs> it, it, and the Grinch isn't a movie either. It's a 30 minute special. I so, tit for tat, Charlie Brown sucks. <laughs> so, Charlie Brown Christmas special. It's awful. You're a moron. You got it's garbage. You got no soul. It's, it's no absolute soul. garbage. It's terrible. It's just there's nothing. There's nothing redeeming about it. Snoopy is an American treasure, and. <sighs> And, and that's sad. <laughs> you you got so much hate in your heart for it that you can't like you can't just enjoy those. Like there is adult humor, like clever, cute humor in those things. That in peanuts, yes, there really is, and you you're closed off to it because you hated it so much as a younger man. My goodness. I, I got into a little Twitter discussion with a buddy of mine, uh, Brad Jeffries, who just randomly tweeted, and it was so nice <laughs> to feel redeemed. He randomly tweeted, my daughter and I are attempting to watch a Charlie Brown Christmas. We're both bored. This is trash. Not sure how it was popular. <laughs> well, that settles it then, doesn't it? And so we're done. Yeah, me and Brad Jeffries. So I don't know what else you need. There's the definitive answer. Well, I'll go ahead and say more american treasures that you can't stand for i will don't, don't stop there the, the worst <laughs> not i'm the worst christmas movie idea of all time that was ever <laughs> of all time that was ever brought to fruition and people love it it's it's a wonderful life and i will crap on it's a wonderful life <laughs> anytime i get the chance it is garbage it is dumb <laughs> it is a dumb idea for a christmas movie <laughs> I saw somebody the other day criticizing it, and I can go along with this. To she said that um, she doesn't like it specifically because George Bailey is so whiny and uh, yes, just very complainy and, and angry. He's a very angry and whiny person at the same time, and I can understand that because he 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 does he he goes he goes for it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have the same, I don't, don't have the vitriol for it that you do. I can definitely watch I the guess, movie. I guess I do just because it's so revered and I'm just like, Why, this you. never should have been as good as people shouldn't hold this on the pedestal mm. as high as they do. Mm. And it just drives me nuts when I can see a, a concept that I feel is completely stupid <laughs> And people 
just love every. I think it's dumb that you have a a movie that is so well regarded, and people. It, why does it make people feel good that this dude wanted to kill himself at the holidays? <laughs> I don't understand it. It's uh, it's the the feel good part is the redemption story. They they don't care so much. I think about where where he's at, and I think a lot of people probably identify with it because. More, you know, they, they, what the, uh, suicides are at the, at their highest in, uh, at Christmas. So maybe that has something to do with it is people. Because people are watching this movie. (laughs) I don't know that that's. I'd like to know. I don't think that's what makes them. I'd I'd like to know the numbers. (laughs) I'd like to see the numbers on suicides that were committed post watching this movie within the last 48 hours. (laughs) I think it. it, it I bet it, it's high. It gives them hope. Who, who knows how many lives it's saved, and who knows how many it's taken. <laughs> and that's and it's had to. I'd say it's more. We're more in the red than the black because of this movie. Have you seen Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street? Either one of them. Yes. Both. I, the, I like the old one. Okay. I don't, the new ones. Man. I've never. Well, again, I've never watched it. <laughs> right. And I'm going to judge it because. So what do you think? I, I think it's boring. I think it looks extremely yeah. boring, and I could never bring myself to watch even a second of it. It was one of those uh, when you're a kid and like it's coming on, and your your mom and dad are like, "Yeah, you're watching this to give <laughs> yeah. us a break. This is a good holiday movie. You're giving yeah. us a break and watching this for two hours." And it's like, "Nah." Like I just I, remember being like really hot and sweaty watching it and being like, <laughs> "I'm so bored." I get the payoff scene with the mail and all that, and then I yeah. think that's probably a good scene. But man, it seems like you just probably suffer through two hours to get there. Yeah, you're pretty much dead on it. But at least there's a payoff scene, unlike in It's a Wonderful Life. And Elf, how do we feel about Elf? Then no, nobody, it didn't make oh, yeah. either. Like I like the Elf. I do too. I, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm jaded by Elf because um, I took a, um, a theater class, uh, not long ago, uh-huh. in the uh, fake college that I'm going to, <laughs> and we had to go to like three live shows, and I wanted to go. Elf was in Lexington, and I wanted to go. Uh-huh. And like the cheapest tickets were 118 bucks. Wow. And I was a piece. And I was like, it's Dang. good, but come on. Will Ferrell ain't up there. Right. Yeah. If he was, maybe. But even then, maybe. I'd have a I'd have a real tough time springing, you know, two hundred and thirty dollars or what? Yeah, two fifty. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I think I'm a little jaded by Elf because of that. But um I it's okay. Um, it has Yeah. But he's a good character and he really goes for it and it yeah. it works. It's. I don't think there's any doubt that it's ascended to the number one spot collect in the, in for Americans overall. I think I think it has become yeah the top, and I don't even think it's close uh, from yeah. what I've seen. Like reactions, especially this Christmas and last Christmas, uh, and I've seen a couple polls and things like that. It, it, I think it just dominates. Like now, every everybody thinks it's the you know Christmas movie now. How long before number one? How long before that's ruined with a twenty-four hour marathon? Of it every year? <laughs> I'm hoping it takes uh, the spot. I'm hoping yeah. Turner can get their hands on it. And, and yeah, and, it might do. <laughs> and number two, do you feel like what like what you were saying? Do you feel like Christmas Story isn't in that spot anymore because of the oversaturation of it? I, I'm not sure that I, I don't know if I would have ever thought that Christmas Story got there that it was number yeah. one because I feel like it was it was a tiny movie that not everybody was super aware of and it was yeah like uh, that I liked the, the ability to introduce people to it 
and now it's completely saturated and it like so it it tipped to the other side of the scale to where you know it never had its time right uh huh yeah and and I feel like Christmas Vacation maybe was was kind of the top yeah. spot for for quite a while. All right, are we ready <laughs> yeah. to move on? Yeah, I think so. To our to our uh, what what could be our final topic? Um, <clears throat> we've I think we've uh, been pretty controversial with some of our stances so far on some of these holiday movies, and more to come on that maybe in the next episode. Um, but. I think uh, I think it's time to get into a little more controversy of a, of a different sort. And in case folks at home didn't realize it, Donald Trump has become our our president elect recently. And uh, you know we love to break news here on the show, so it, it could have slipped through the cracks and people didn't yeah. didn't catch that. So if you if you haven't heard, uh, Donald J. Trump will be our president come come January. I think he actually gets inaugurated on my birthday this year. So <laughs> happy, uh, happy birthday, birthday to yeah. me. That's going to be a big day. Um, I turned 40 and, and the Donald's in office. Um, so, uh, you know, some of the folks that did hear that, did realize that before this podcast, uh, took to Twitter. Um, oh, which good. We all know, you know, cooler heads always prevail on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> always. You know, many of the, 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 the widest divides in our society are always bridged, always come together because of, 140 characters on Twitter. Um, <laughs> Only so we, we've overcome. Yeah, <laughs> we overcome a lot of of uh, of discussion of uh, what I'm, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, a, a controversy. We overcome a lot of controversy because of Twitter. We've yeah. all it's made us all better people. It's where conflict uh, gets settled. And yes, just to jump in on that note, especially Facebook. Like I love some of you people that I'm friends with on there, but some of you are close, man. You see, you're real close. <laughs> to, to, close to getting that unfriend button? <laughs> not so, not, I won't go that far, but but hidden. Yeah. Hidden for, for life. <laughs> I mean, I love you, but, and I know where you stand. Yeah. I really do. And I, right, I yeah. don't need to see every single article. That's jumping his case, like you know, yeah, and, and yeah. talking about he's how he's the worst uh, human alive. Look, I didn't vote for him. I did not. And, right. But, but and and if he does something horrible, by all means, we should all criticize and call him out on it. But my goodness, I mean, he's not even in office yet, and it's literally for some people three or four articles a day. Yeah, and like. Yeah. I, I feel like every American is Rick Pitino now, and it's it's just hyperbole. Like that's the only way we can communicate is you know like we have to take everything to eleven and everything we say and right. do. Like you people know, it's one extreme or another. There's no yeah, in between. Exactly. Anymore. Please, for the love of all that's holy, let's find some middle ground. Like and just just back it down a notch, because you know it's. Uh, University of Grand Canyon is not the greatest basketball uh, program that ever was, and you in know. forty-six years, the <laughs> best guard play he's ever seen. Grand <laughs> and, Canyon University and Donald Trump is not worse than Adolf Hitler. Like the, these things are oh, not. Good grief, man. You know, th- please, 
please back it down a little bit and and let's let's talk like normal people. Like you understand that these these people that you're listening to and these opinions that you're regurgitating, they're try they need to get ratings and clicks. Like you understand this, right? So they're trying to be as inflammatory as they possibly can. Like just right. just please like maybe And also conversely he's he's also not appointed by God. No, he's to not to lead our country. He's absolutely like that, not. That that drive on the on the other side of the fence. Exactly. That That's what I'm saying. Too. Yeah. I'm I'm not I'm <laughs> I'm not fussing it. it yeah. Either yeah, it sounded like I was only talking about the people that are that are negative, but yeah, but absolutely the ones that are overly positive. Just Yeah. Please have some intellectual honesty. Like Yes, yes, it's gone. <laughs> Just be reasonable and 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 yeah. see the gray areas that are there because they exist. They really do, and that's the only way. Okay, I'm done. I'm done ranting. Yeah. yeah on a side note, and and maybe you do need to edit if you feel like you need to edit this. <laughs> but on a side note, has it ever been like? Has there ever been a better time in America? to actually be a racist because it doesn't matter what anybody says about anything you're called a racist so like the real racist now can just hide in plain sight that's true that's true and yeah to get completely political and serious here which is exactly what people want from this show yes (laughs) here we go here we go you you people that hammered mitt romney boring white bread mormon mitt romney when you label him a raging, racist, sexist, misogynist pig, then guess what happens when the real deal shows up and you call him the same things? Then nobody's listening. Yeah, yeah. after calling George Bush a racist for eight years. That exactly. Then Mitt Romney's a racist. And then it gets to Donald Trump, we're like, everybody can't be. Exactly. Um. Yeah, and all the racists out there, man, you got nothing to worry about now. Because yeah. everybody. And I'm sorry, everybody I, I don't feel bad about it because I don't consider myself either. I'm not, I'm so middle of the road. Me either. Yeah, we, I don't think we could be any more on the same page when it comes to that. Like, I didn't vote for him either. I wish he wasn't the president. Yeah. I think he's going to be terrible at the job. Yeah. But right. it probably won't affect us that much, one way or the other. So it's just time for a little. Little honesty. So yeah, movie pod. Yep. There we go. <laughs> so yeah. Um so people took to Twitter <laughs> and to to protest the uh incumbent or, or not the incumbent, but the soon to be president, they uh came up with a hashtag not my president, which I could also go off on a rant. If you're in America <laughs> and he's you say he's not your president. That's pretty stupid. Yeah, but guess, anyway, guess what? <laughs> we decided we do our own and maybe correct some of the wrongs that uh, yeah, I've that got, entertainment has thrown at us. I've got some whining to do. Yeah, let's all do. Some- <laughs> That's right. Let's all. Let, we're gonna do our own our own version of uh, the hashtag not my whatevers, mm-hmm. and we're gonna air some of our own grievances. Yeah, with our top three hashtag not my fill in the blanks. So do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Um, I can go first. And and we did this differently. And so here's how I ordered okay. mine. Mine are in order. We're going to go three to one. And mine are okay. in order of uh, what I felt were least controversial 
to most controversial, what what people right. may not agree with me on. Uh, I no, like that. Number three for me is hashtag not my Superman. Oh. And uh, I, I got a feeling you can guess it. I'm I'm going to say it's old uh, old Hank. <laughs> That's right. Henry Cavill yeah. is not yeah. my Superman and never will be. Chris Reeve forever. And even Brandon I, Ralph. I 100% agree with you on that, by the way. And I don't know if it's who who the, the blame should lay on more. Like, we've discussed this before. Uh, you know, maybe he's been told to be brooding and and whiny and angry and but whatever the case i don't like it at all it doesn't yeah it doesn't work it's a cocktail that just tastes terrible yep i i want my superman to be truth justice in the american way i want him to have a smile on his face uh he's so good and it and it doesn't even it's it was chris Reed was never even hokey to me at all it was just i believed it because of the way mm-hmm. he played it, and uh, and I like I liked it that way. I liked my Superman being, and that and that's what's so critical, like about that character is you you know you're in trouble if he if he's not that person. So anyway, uh, absolutely, yeah. he's hashtag not my Superman. I like it, and I'm 100 percent on board with that. Let's get that started. Let's get that trending, everybody. <laughs> um, I did mine in order from how the. the most or the least to most strongly I felt about them. Okay. Le- so least, least passionate to most passionate opinion of yours. Right. So number one is going to be the one that I'm 100%. If I could change it tomorrow, I would probably mm. give any sum of money that I had to do so. Gotcha. Um, so my number three, my least passionate of these, but I'm still pretty passionate about it. Hashtag not my Vader. Uh. Hayden effing. Christensen <laughs> it's not my it's not my Darth Vader yeah that's a good call uh, give me man give me James Earl Jones and David Prost or Prowse or however you say his name every time before you give me that whiny little turd crying <laughs> about the stupid sand people yeah. like I he he I blame him a lot for how bad <laughs> that at least that second movie was and that third one was just a a, a stink pile but the attack of the clones was bad a big part of it was because of him poor, and he will never be my vader poor poor hayden christensen it it he turned in a bad performance there's no doubt about it but i'll put uh if i got to blame one person i've got to blame lucas because and we've talked about this a little bit before too because uh, he he left those actors out to dry he hung them yeah, out. he did he hung them out to dry really bad and the We've we've we discussed once that um, I felt like the only guy who was capable of directing himself uh, was Ewan McGregor, and which is why uh, Obi Wan plays a lot better than those movies than all the other characters combined. Because he just he just he, you could tell he was giving the actors nothing, and Natalie Portman yeah. is bad, but Hayden Christensen is awful, like so yes. whiny. And there's just no way that this this person could ever be intimidating to me or become. Uh, I, I just don't. I don't make that connection at, at all. Him and and, no, and Darth I Vader. I don't feel rage ever. Like his whole mm-hmm. thing was he gave into his rage. I never feel it. I just feel like he's being a pouty little sissy. 
Yeah. Even though you get shots of him like kind of in the black suit and the mask going over his face, at no point do those two characters feel connected in any way uh, through those two movies that he's in. It's nope. bad. Yes. Number two. Number two. Hashtag. Can we go first on this one? If you want to. Now go ahead. <laughs> okay. Hashtag. Not my Muppets. Mm. Uh, my Muppets are dead, basically. Uh, yep. With Jim. Yep. Jim passed away when I was in middle school. And it's Kermit's been gone ever since. He has. And it breaks yep. my ever-loving heart. I want him... Uh, it's, it's the biggest showbiz tragedy of my life. Like, nothing has ever affected me more. Um... And no matter how many movies they make and how well they do them, it, it just it will never be the same. And that's not Kermit. Uh, and now that Frank has retired, uh, same there. So, like, I, I watch those things, and they can have good jokes every now and then, but um, it's it's weird. It's really weird. Because unlike other, you know, you, you can't, like, have some kind of uh, android you know, Harrison Ford body out there that they can like, just put somebody's voice else's voice in. And you know, the, you can't do this with human actors, but in with Muppets, you can have the actual, you know, uh, yeah. you know, puppet there that use, but it's, it's not him. It's it, they're, 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 they don't have the same soul. It's not the same thing. So there's a big downer for you, everybody. Muppets, yeah, are, poor Muppets. Muppets are dead. Hashtag Muppets are dead. Hashtag not my Muppet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry. That's what a sad trend for the holidays. Bring it down. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to bring it even further down. No, probably not. It's probably not going to go there. I'll bring it back up a little bit. But uh, my number two is uh, hashtag not my Spider Man. Mm. And 100% Andrew Garfield is not my Spider Man. Uh, I, I heard one person that I couldn't agree more with say the movie should have been called The Amazing Crider Man. Because that's all the dude did in the in both films was cry. He cried a lot. More tears have never been shed from a superhero than were shed from Peter Parker in the two Amazing Spider-Man movies. Yeah, he is he he was so whiny and unlikable in both of those movies. And I remember when that that the first one was coming out that summer, and I remember us talking about I can't remember what 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 movies came out with it. It might have been. Might have been, I can't remember. It might have been Thor. It was around that time. But we said there were like three superhero movies coming out that summer. And we said Amazing Spider-Man is going to be the best one mm-hmm. of those three. And it was easily the worst. And it was 100% because he was just a big sack of tears the entire film. <laughs> yeah. Not my Spider-Man. I feel like Sony tried to take a, a page from Marvel's book with the um, <coughs> choosing a director on that one with Mark Webb and uh, coming off of 500 Days of Summer, and they just really whiffed on it. He was oh. not up to the task. And, uh, the, and in theory, everybody was excited about that casting of Andrew Garfield because he definitely, up to that point, like... We'd never had somebody that looked like Peter Parker as much as Andrew Garfield had. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right; he's just he's just a 
crying, miserable, whiny, effeminate sack. He's yeah. He, he, there's very little heroic about like there's very little to like about Peter Parker and yeah he 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 is he is weepy that's what he is he's weepy not whiny he's weepy yes absolutely and he's supposed to be nerdy and a little bit backward and reserved but he's not supposed to be so sappy and <laughs> yeah and just emotional all the time <laughs> yeah he took me out of so many scenes because. Like the tears would start, and I'll be like, "Are we crying again?" <laughs> oh Lord! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Annie can't do a country accent. Have you seen that movie, by the way? I have yeah. not. No. Everybody tells me it's good, and I just can't bring myself to do it. Yeah, yeah. I think my parents saw it and liked it. Yeah. Not me. Not me. Either. I'm holding <laughs> out. All right. Number one, this is your most controversial. Uh, yeah, yeah. Gonna gonna get some people fired up here, maybe. Some nerds. Hashtag Uh-oh. not my banner. Not my Bruce Banner. Yeah. I'm I'm with you on this. We Mar- talked I think we've talked about it on the podcast. Mark Ruffalo. No. Yes. I'm not feeling it. Like he's good, he's fine, but he's not my Bruce Banner. Uh, Ed Norton, I'm going Ed Norton. He's he's my guy. Yeah. Um, I like I said earlier in this podcast, I like The Incredible Hulk. I think it's a good movie. It's very entertaining. Um, and I I really there's an edge to Bruce Banner in that movie, and and I, I just think Ed Norton was the perfect pick. Um, you know, apparently he can be a a, a, a you know a, a piece a of a piece of male anatomy. Yeah, <laughs> um, to to work with and 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 he's he's difficult and so that's why he didn't continue in that role basically, but uh, it made me sad because everybody loves Ruffalo for some reason and and he's he just it's not the same to me like I don't know I th- I feel like Norton put more of his heart and soul into it and there was just a there was more there there was more there I felt like I knew who Bruce Banner was a little bit more and and I, I liked I just liked the the energy that he brought into it. Yeah, I think I would have liked Ruffalo's Norton better if I or uh, Banner better if I hadn't seen Norton. Yeah, I agree. But um, it's to me, it's not even close. Like they play it completely different. And Mm -hmm. again, Banner's just a he's just a a a pushover. (laughs) Like he, I, I just the way he plays it is just so. And and Banner has a little bit of that in him, but I think Norton had the right mix of, um. I'm I'm you're, I'm going to let you push me to the line. You better not push me over it. Yeah. And Ruffalo just always acts like he's scared of everybody, including himself. <laughs> right. Yeah. And and, I, and that just drives me nuts. And that probably is exactly what he's trying to do. But yeah, I'm I'm with you 100. Um. And Norton, I think, would have been he would have played really. I would have loved to have seen his oh. scenes opposite of Downey. Yeah, it makes me so mad we got robbed of those. Yeah, and and in the books, there's a really uh, a really antagonistic relationship between those two, and Banner always feels like uh, uh, trying to prove himself against against Stark, and and then it feels like he's as smart, and and they really get into some stuff, and 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 there's some conflict mm-hmm. there that I think would have served the movies well, but in, the Ruffalo. 
and Downey are like they're Stark and Banner are kind of like I don't know they're just they're wishy washy like they they try to have differences opinion but it's still it's really it's really muffled and and kind of buddies. There's definitely an alpha. Tony's definitely the alpha. Yeah, yeah. That. He defers way too. Yeah, yeah. Banner yeah. defers way too much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Ruffalo kind of gets what we talked about earlier uh, in another podcast with uh, maybe not to the extent, but because um, I don't think Ruffalo's as bad an actor, but I think he gets a lot of the D'Onofrio, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio treatment of for whatever reason, he's just so highly regarded as mm. this great thespian. I did like him in Spotlight a lot. Um, yeah. But other than that, I can't really think of a, of a Ruffalo role I've seen him in, and I've been like, uh, now I see it, now I get it. Now I know what everybody's talking about, where like, why they love him so much. I, there is a love for Ruffalo that I don't <laughs> yeah. understand. I think the ladies really like Ruffalo. They're, really? Yeah, I, I, I've noticed that, man. There is... He's got a large head for his body. <laughs> There is some there is some thirst out there for for Ruffalo from the uh, 30s to 40s age group, wow. especially uh, with the ladies. And uh, I don't know what that's all about, but the, but they are into it. I like Ruffalo that's a lot. Kind in, of disappointing. <laughs> I like Ruffalo a lot in the one that you said, and I like him in the Brothers Bloom. I liked him and Zodiac. I liked him and Downey in that. Uh, but but yeah yeah I, I forgot even, I forgot about Zodiac it was good too but I am underwhelmed uh, uh, you know maybe at least fifty percent of the time yeah and I, sometimes I feel like and I, maybe Banner is one of those roles I feel like it, it's sort of just like um, he's kind of phoning it in like yeah. you know I agreed I guess I'll do it mm-hmm. it kind of Banner to this point feels like uh, kind of like Nick. Fury did uh, before mm-hmm. Winter Soldier. Like Winter Soldier just completely changed him and the Black Widow. Uh, like, and just all of a sudden they had characters and really good characters. And it, it, yeah, Banner just feels flat and like a placeholder. Like you know, we basically know who he is, but you know, there just doesn't seem to be anything beneath the surface. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm 100 with you. On, on that. Are you ready for my final hashtag? So ready. The one I'm the most passionate about. Yep. Hashtag not my Miyagi. Oh, it's a good, it's a great one. That's right, everybody. Jackie, <laughs> I love Jackie Chan. Look, uh, Shanghai Nights or Shanghai Noon is one of my favorite movies, uh, one of my favorite comedies of all time, and I think he's great in it. And nobody does fight scenes as good as Jackie Chan. But... <laughs> The Karate Kid may be the most deplorable, offensive, <laughs> abominable remakes until Ghostbusters of all time. You don't take uh, Pat Morita is iconic mm-hmm. in that role. I, you don't take that role if you're going to reboot Karate Kid. You don't have Miyagi. Yeah, we're on the edge. You just of- completely go off. We're on the edge of 40 years old, and those two movies, uh, the first two, are hallowed ground. Yes. There's no doubt about it. And, yeah, you don't touch Pat Morita and Miyagi. Just leave it alone. Absolutely. 100%. He nailed everything he did in that movie, and he was so good. And I I love Jackie Chan, but he is not not my Miyagi and never will be. And I'm ashamed. (laughs) <laughs> of Hollywood for doing that, for putting him in that position. And whereas Pat's first language was English, uh, 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jackie genuinely struggles with English. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I think that, that, that put him behind the eight ball a little bit. I haven't seen, yep. uh, of course, you know, I'm, I'm batting a thousand on this episode, but I haven't seen the remake <laughs> of uh, Karate Kid. So real bad. I, I have never watched it all the way through and I tried. <laughs> yeah. I tried. I couldn't do it. Like I was, I was so offended by it. <laughs> I don't get offended by anything. I was so offended by it that I had yeah. to turn it off. Like it, it, you're, you're not even trying. Like they didn't try to, they took, they didn't take anything that everybody loved about the first one. They didn't try any of it. And they'd made, Miyagi, they tried to, other than trying to make Miyagi something that they already did, they tried to completely recreate him in a completely dis- different situation with a completely different person. Like, there's no way Jackie, I love Jackie Chan, but he he doesn't have the chops that Pat Morita does. Yeah. And the chemistry between, uh, between Machio and Morita versus the chemistry between, <laughs> uh, little Jaden and, uh, little Will Smith and, uh, and Jackie Chan is just, it's not comparable, and it's it's honestly it's painful. Mm-hmm. Like watch the first thirty minutes of it and see if you don't want to vomit. Yeah, yeah. You got in Karate Kid. You had two actors who were really in a groove. Yeah, uh, both solo and together. Like there was really good chemistry there between those two, and both of them had comedy chops. Yeah, and uh, you know Jackie's done plenty of comedy, but he always is leaning on the other guy. Like it's, it's they you got to have a big comedic force to carry the load when Jackie's in a comedy, and yes. uh, and then he can play a little bit off of that. Uh, but uh, that is not the case in in this movie. Jaden's not <laughs> he's not up to the task of Owen Wilson or uh, Chris Tucker. Yeah, no. So yeah, that's that's definitely the 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 one I was the most passionate about. Did you have any honorable mentions? Um, one of them I almost said was uh, hashtag not my Duke boys, Coy and Vance. I had that one written down. Oh, yeah. Coy and Vance, you went you went Coy and Vance. I had hashtag not my Duke boys, but uh, I was going um, Johnny Knoxville. Oh, you were going the movie, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we had the same idea, but we went in different different ways. <laughs> That's right? Yeah, Coy and Vance are not my Duke boys. There's no doubt about that. Both of those thoroughly deserve to be not my Duke boys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's probably that may be the only one we can come yeah. up with a, a double for. Yeah, because and and Uncle Jesse is in on that too. Like uh, you know, I love Willie, but uh, yeah, yeah, he's not yeah. my not my Uncle Jesse. Yeah. What about uh, what about Jessica Simpson? Can you can she be your Daisy? Yeah, she can. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here before we get in trouble. All righty. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's been a good one uh we miss todd everybody send him your regards and um get on get on the facebooks and get on the twitters and let us know what hashtags you all have not my fill in the blanks and we'll we'll talk about them if you all send them in we'll talk about them on the next episode um so be sure to do that because it was it's it's fun to do that's so right let get, us know. get let involved us know. this is your podcast too yeah that's right so maybe maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll get get some of your not my whatever's uh, trending and also any uh, anything you want to say about um, race baiting or or uh, <laughs> or, or, 
or the Republican Party, or or it, yeah. what, just whatever else, whatever else comes to your mind that, that we touched on. If you want to, if you want to bring it up. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a good one to go out on. So, um, for the missing Todd Sheen and Scott Stafford, this is Alan Martin reminding you to walk softly and talk hard. Well, I hope you come to see me in the movie, and I know that you will plainly see. Biggest fool that's ever hit the big time And all I gotta do is act naturally